You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. Um, and let me speak about what we got going on tonight. Yeah. Um, I'm Megan. Mm-hmm. I am with Riverwise Magazine. And tonight um, we have the honor to be in the presence of Curtis Wallace. Let's go. I don't, I don't have the button. <laughs> I got you. I got you. So, um, Curtis is the artist and creator behind the B Creative Studio. Yeah. Out of Ypsilanti, Michigan. And um, he uses art to help everybody from children to senior citizens um, explore their talents, let them figure out like what it is that is creative and or unique about them. And um, currently there's an amazing mural um, okay, thank you. that he's got up in Ipsy. It's on what? Uh, they say 11, 11 South um, Washington or yeah. 15 Washington. I think it's 11. Mm-hmm. And it really is a like testament to the work also that Curtis does with children. So... Um, Tonight, we just kind of want to talk about the connections um, between social justice, art, um, showing up for your community, being of service to your community, um, and especially through a black male perspective. It's not necessarily something that um, everybody always immediately thinks of when they think about art, which is funny because the most amazing artists I know yeah. Um, our black people. Our black men. Yeah. <laughs> black men and women. Yeah. I mean, fact. Such For me. a long history of black art. So, and and its connection to the civil rights movement, its yeah. connection to social justice, um, and to liberation, keeping us sane. Man. So yeah, welcome, Curtis. Thank you for having me. Insanity is tough these days. Mm. But yes, thank you mm-hmm. for having me. For real, it's it's an honor and a pleasure. For real. I was like, you know, like when I met you, I walked right past. I was like, okay. I, I, she said, she said, my mom, I, I think I got to know her. <laughs> I think I got to know her. And she looked too cool, too. And you had on the hat. And I was like, girls don't wear hats like that. Uh, shout out to Filthy Americans. I had on the Filthy Americans Yeah, I was American flying. Hat. I was like, whoa. All right. Yeah. She, she's, she, let me see what she's talking about. Well, actually, that's a good place to start. Because if you go on Curtis's website, yeah. and there's a whole About Curtis page, it says Curtis doesn't like bios. And to go and watch this um, podcast that he did with Rod Wallace. Mm. And so I did, being oh, a, no. a good student. <laughs> okay. And what was funny to me is that you, the, the same person that connected you with Rod is how me and you connected, is my homeboy Buff. Yes. From yes. Um, Black Opera. Yes. And it got me thinking about the way that art of all forms connects people. Mm-hmm. You know, because as a musician... Um, you know, and that's not even why I know Buff. Yeah. Right. I just know Buff from growing up. Yeah. You know, but I feel like there are like certain kind of like vibrations that end up connecting you to different people, especially when you do a certain kind of work. Yeah. So maybe you could speak a little bit about that, how connecting to these various genres has like led you to do what you do. Yeah. And been important in your life as an artist. Yeah. I mean, you know, 
music for me, and I always tell Buff this. I mean, and well, first of all, every uh, interview I've had for for like two years, it always goes back to my community, which always leads back to Buff. <laughs> and, you know, um, Mr. Wallace himself, um, Rod Wallace, and and a few other people in the community. So that's just that. It's, you know, but for me, when I met Buff, he was a young, aspiring musician. You know, I was already sort of in the music world, but I was always painting, you know, <clears throat> in the background. I've always like, you know, I went to art school, I've started painting, you know, professionally. I sold my first piece when I was like 10. So mm -hmm. it's been, you know, always there, but I've always just listened to sounds, you know. And I say that because I'm one of those like white noise guys, like, Mm -hmm. Don't take me to a Pistons game and let me sit there too long, or I'll be sleeping at that motherfucking, excuse me, at that Pistons game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's because of the white noise, right? Mm -hmm. And because I'm hearing things, but it's also I've been blessed to to um, really just render out what I see. And when I start seeing stuff, is in detail. But it just so happens that I am so heavy into the music detail that I really do hear it. And my first connection to um, art that was outside of what I did was music. It wasn't dancing, it was music. And it was through Buff and um, Athletic Mike League and Funk Intelligence and a bunch of guys who were around back in the day. Mm -hmm. And so for me, um, every piece of art that I've ever created, every one, has is directly connected to music or sound. And I say that to like even right now in the studio with you, the frequencies that I hear, you know, that repeat, you know. Because mm -hmm. um, you know, you can be grooving to an album, because when I started doing this, there wasn't no streaming stuff right mm -hmm. you had your album in uh -huh. you know and you would get to this point where you know you had the, the album and there wasn't no repeat it wasn't no it, it was done you know tape go click <laughs> you know what I'm saying and if you in your groove you still just kind of moving and then so it will go from this music to where the album ends and then you start going into the sounds in your neighborhood mm -hmm. and I and and I'm, I'm, I'm like I wanna I wanna stop creating to go turn on some music but you know you start getting into that and then hours have passed so for me I've always kind of just taken notice of how sound and music has played such a heavy role in my life and I don't know if it's because of the work that Buff does now that I've been doing, you know, well before, you know, Buff jumped on the on the um, education and, you know, community scene. Mm -hmm. um, it was it's I wanted to see him. You know, what I mean, sometimes I feel like I manifested a lot of these guys into my world. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like um, I, I tell a lot of these musicians, you know, I, I admire you. I, you're inspired by you. I look up to you. And I know they think I'm, you know, this corny Negro sometimes. But, you know, I practice a lot of yoga, so I am I be in tune with how I feel. And I just say it, you know, yeah. and I say it often. And and I think um, our connection, I think I, I manifested these guys because I, I, how do you hop into the art world of, of music when you're a visual artist? If you're not making CDs... You know, covers and stuff. How do you get into this world? And I think I just stopped, you know, because I've been to everybody's stuff. I go to everybody's stuff. In fact, if you go to my studio in my house, it's like a shrine of like flyers 
that I've got. And I'm like, hey, Buff, sign this. He's like, well, man. you know. <laughs> I'm like, hey, man, yeah, get, give me two albums. You know, uh, he came out with the, um, you know, um, what was the, the Passport? Mm-hmm. And they came out with the, um, with the vinyl. I was like, man, he came over two copies because he knows how he I am. He still owe me my copy, as a matter of fact. Well, I was like, I was like, man, I need to buy two copies. He's like, two. I'm like, yeah, because I got one. I got to have one I open, and I got because I got a record player, and I got one that I don't. So I'm, you know, and for me, it was like I had never seen. And one of the reasons I really am feel like I'm connected to Buff is because I had never seen a black man really uh, fine tune his work, his body of work, every time I heard it. And then, so I started hearing his, his his sounds and his words, and I'm like, man, damn, it's Buff in my life. Like I'm like, it's Buff, Buff, my house. Uh, you know, so some of it's out, but it was just really dope to just hear this musician on this whole different path that I don't get to see, and he, and I'm living this, this life. And it was like proof positive to me that, you know, this visual frequency that I'm building, this this audio frequency that he's building, are simultaneous because it's brought us to the same spot. Okay. We've using it to really uplift our community and, and show them a, a different process and way. We're talking about process and way to, you know, get out of the community without having to actually even use music to do it. Mm. You know, Buff is creating, like I am, just platforms where young men and women can just kick it. It just so happens that he's well-versed in music, and this is how we're going to create dialogue to talk about the issues and get through them. And that's why I really, I'm like, so how do I stay in these guys' world? So I back to the beginning, I feel like I'm manifesting these guys. I'm, I feel like I'm doing things to keep them and them you know, keeping me around, this Ubuntu feeling and way of life. And I really do believe that, um, you know, it's all a frequency. When I'm when I'm creating visual, you know, things to stimulate to to what to stimulate you. Um, if you were to turn it and put it in number form, it's waves, just like music. It's waves, it's just numbers. And so I think it's all interconnected. It's just you know, but I got drums and beat machines and Reason and Pro Tools and all that shit at home. And I know how to use it, too. I just, you know, it's just mm-hmm. not my lane, mm-hmm. you know. Well, that's what, you know, one of the, like, things that I'm hearing, like a thread that you're talking about. <clears throat> and I think it's something that um, when we talk about how our answers, like, reflects on, speaks to, and then answers and helps heal trauma. Mm-hmm. Like, I think about, um, and then, you know, this idea of, like, how do you stay, pre- like, being present in the moment? How do you, like, filter through all the things that are going on around you? And then we think about where black communities tend to be. Yeah. They tend to be in places that are really noisy. Mm-hmm. They tend to be in places that are, like, filled with, like, industrial sound pollution. Yes, yes. You know, so that, like, sometimes... Busy visually. Yes. Yep. And, like, you know, I was even thinking, you know, I was visiting my sister in L.A. one day, and I was working at her desk. And um, she lived real close to the 401. 
And it wasn't until she closed the window that I was like, dang, it was noisy outside. Yeah. You know, and I think we, uh, and like then I could actually focus better. Yeah. You know, but it was like, we have this like passive, like environmental racism going on Mm -hmm. because of where we're told we have to live. Yeah. And we're pushed there, Mm -hmm. you know. And then we're given no tools to like, how do I, how do I focus my up. mind right yeah. now? How do I, yeah. yeah. And so I love that about yeah. like, you could maybe speak a little bit because if y'all don't know, Curtis is also a yoga practitioner. Yes. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So who, and who is trying to actively bring that to black men and the black community. Yeah. So yeah. You know, and I'm, and I'm not going to lie. I've, I've gotten to the point where I don't want to say I've given up. Um, I'm just, I'm trying to find a different avenue to get in first Mm. Um, because we have such heavy trust issues. You know, it's even hard when, you know, for trust, when I have to leave, go get trained by predominantly white people. And, and I try to bring this tool back to the community. It's just, it's like, okay, yeah, but it's this tool that white people use. You know, trying to make it a norm is the tough is the tough part. And and I think what I've seen over the past, you know, five, ten years, it's gotten a little bit better. But it's for me, it's like, man, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I, like not I've given up, but I'm just like I'm waiting till the summertime so I can be outside. And and the idea is um to put ourselves in the noisy situations. I taught yoga for free to the whole community all summer outside you know and i had some people who were like oh shit like you know i can't do this it was some guy it was some you know even some black men who would know i'm teaching this class would come there in in the morning time put pull their cars up blast their music right doing this thing um you know to the point where it was just like don't even respect or either no respect or want to get to know the culture of just sort of just getting rid of some of the sound um to the i finally just went over and was kicking it was like you know can you at least wait until i finish of course you got some people who of course don't don't respect it but i got you know 22 23 people predominantly black and brown people in this park doing yoga with me um, they just didn't care. And I eventually told them, like, look, this is life. It's noisy, and especially where we are. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's take this practice to dead that noise. And it was dope because, you know, the first few times you'd be like, damn. Then, you know, you get the lawn, the guy cutting the lawn, you know. But what was dope is he saw it one day and he kind of deaded the noise because he's the guy who's paid to cut the whole park. Mm-hmm. He stopped the the more, came to me, said some words. I know they saw him. I made sure they, I was visual and I saw it. And he sat there and waited an hour until I finished it. So he started this trend of of you know teaching them the culture vicariously through him. Even though I asked, mm-hmm. right? It was like that trust is tough because mm-hmm. I got this tool from the guy who went came over and said, mm-hmm. I'll respect you. 
you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if he even knows yoga, but he, you know, he didn't. He was just like clearly can see we was doing something. Felt like he, let me see what's going on. I he even noticed that it was predominantly black people over there, to the point where he said something. I love what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. Do you need me to stop? Yeah. I said that would be dope. Cause I already got to dress through this music and stuff over here, and these these brothers over here being extra loud, and that you know they stopped, they deaded it, and from there on, the rest of the summer it was kind of like they were sitting there like, you better hurry up, Negro, you better get that shit done, you you know what I'm saying? We fish in the morning and play music, and so I'm trying to respect their culture yeah. too, you know, of the just the park. And but I'm but I'm saying but I'm like man look like this is what we need to try to dead some of this noise mm. you know because it, it you're right it's it's just so much it's how they stream us into these dark corners and like it, thought about it shit things would be better if they put us in the country get let us farm for ourselves mm. let us dead some of this noise let us you know have these spaces where we can you know really take notice of nature and these things that are around us we got to build them right here next to you in this space but then look what it's next to the highway thing the well, and that's you know potentially you know as I think about this story it just makes me like um it's such a like the trauma that you hear behind like somebody being unable to even just deal with silence. Yeah. Because when you deal with silence, that's when you got to, like, think about stuff. Yeah. You know? And then when you really start to think about stuff, you... That you don't necessarily... That you try and drown out. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Like... Yeah. Every time somebody didn't treat you like a human or every time somebody, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. didn't respect, like, what you wanted to do. You know? Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, mean, even the headspace now we got to deal with... You know, I, I was just telling a friend today, you know, and I don't know how this will play back, but I'm going to just say it because we've been vulnerable here. But I was just saying, like, look, you know, ever since my mom passed away, I've been mad cynical about things in the world. You know, my mom passed away the same year as 9-11, right? I'm sorry. It's, our, it's, it's a story, man. You know, it's, 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 it's inevitable for all of us. Mm-hmm. But she passed away in 2001, beginning of the year. Everything happened, you know, 9-11, you know, September. So I was like, man, anybody do shit when my mom passed away? All these, just because people dying at once and you know people like stop being cynical. I'm like, no, this is bullshit. My mom was an amazing human being. You know, it's like two thousand people at her funeral. You know, something like that. Some, you know, she affected her community. Don't ain't nobody talking about that. So I, you know, and I said all that to say, fast forward. You know, still a black man in America, way older. You know, I was just saying to a friend. I want to, you know, donate because I paint um, sunflowers in a sunflower field in the summer. It was just a gig I got last year from a homie. I'm doing it every year now, trying to make a tradition to be there. And I said this year, you know, I don't know how wars work. I know ours lasted 20 years. Mm. I don't know how their wars working, but I said we're going to be in sunflowers. I want to take some of this money and give it to the funding of, you know, Ukraine and and uh, the, the relief efforts. And I was like, but I'm not going to lie to you. Where's the same energy at for black people? Like, we still out here. You know what I'm saying? As much as I want to give, you know, to the Ukrainians, I'm still going, where's that motherfucking, that same energy? 
with black people like y'all think this is shit is over Mm-mm. but you know it's another distraction to to take us and so i i'm saying i it's the thing that i wrestle with mm-hmm. i'm like trying to give them money but i'm trying to give you know the communities some some, some beyond money just some tools mm-hmm. to cope with mm-hmm. the fact that we're still marginalized mm-hmm. and easily forgotten mm-hmm. and still you know it ain't like yeah. you know we're not getting killed in front of the cameras no more. That's that's still happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just now we don't have COVID where everybody got to see it happening. That's the only difference of really what happened. It's been happening, mm-hmm. but again, my the cynicism comes when I'm like, you know, I'm just, it's tough. I got to get up and you know put on the smile every day and try to build, you know, and and there's not many of us. Mm-hmm you know, to do it. So the obligation is heavy. And so you feeling like, man. And so I brought that up with my team. I'm like, man, look, I do want to do this in the summer when we start, if, if this war is still going on. Like, again, I don't know how wars work, if it'll be going on by the summer or if they resolve it. I'm hoping it's resolved by then. And I'm assuming they'll still need relief. But And so what was dope is, you know, my team is very mixed. Uh, I'm trying to keep it... <sighs> I'm trying to make the artists be of color and have, you know, non-people of color really work for us because they do get us in doors that we can't get in otherwise, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, look, we feel you. So let's, you know, every week we'll we'll make some of the proceeds of the tickets go to some somewhere. But since, yes, it is Sunflowers, and if the war is still happening and they still need relief, you know, money, monetization for relief efforts, then we'll do that for a week. Okay. You know well, we saying? can talk about all the people who, the black people who are in Ukraine. If you, yeah, if that's you what I'm really saying. Want the money to go We're, somewhere, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But do I know? But do I know? That's black the thing. Ukrainians, they right? Know that. And, and that's the thing. If I knew, if I knew a place, like if I knew where I could, I could, mm-hmm. I could give this money to help get them out of there, you know, to their homes somewhere safely I would do that in fact you know I anybody listening who can point me there that would be that would be great too you know you, when you heard post. it email us if you know email us at riverwiseinthed at gmail.com yeah let us figure out how we can get some help to... yeah cause that would be that would be great mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um, but it's definitely something that as I navigate every day it's that's the number one thing I be thinking about Megan I'm just you know I'm, te- I'm I even told my staff, I'm like, yo, I wanna, I wanna just teach more kids classes, cause I, I don't have to, you know, go through all these egos. I can mm. just be my purest space. Yeah. You know, not talk about, you know, this girl the other day in one of my kids classes, she painted this rainbow. We paint rainbows and paint uh, sunflowers. We was painting sunflowers, and uh, she was like, yo, I'm doing. Or I was putting rainbow, rainbows lead to sunflowers. And she was like, bad, I would do my own thing. She put sunflowers on each side. And then she put in there herself, she put he, she, what she put, uh, he, she, they, them, something like that, all up in there, you know. Right, I didn't prompt that. I, I just I just talked about colors. There wasn't nobody in there to, like, it, usually in an adult's class who will have some, some bullshit to say about mm-hmm. that. In fact, um, the mural, right? That's an Ipsy. Um, it's got a rainbow in it and two black girls playing with flowers and just being girls. 
and I put a rainbow in it and some clouds. And a black man came to me and was like, you know, part of the community, and he's like, man, so uh, what's up with the rainbow, man? I said, what's up with the rainbow? I said, it's beautiful and it's colorful. And he was like, they ain't like, had nothing to do with like them. I was like, who is them? He was like, man, if you, you know, he's like teeter tottering around. I was like, you mean black girls and all their colors? Every color in that rainbow, it takes to make their skin tone. You know that, right? Like, I don't know what you're talking about, but he was like, all right, man, because I was just making sure it ain't like, you know, some LGQBTPB. I was like, look, it's LGBTQ and some other numbers and pluses. And I'm like, but yeah, it's that and more. Mm-hmm. Are you? I was like, am I what? Am I, do I, am I what? Gay? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm very happy. I'm a very happy human. <laughs> you know what I mean? But are you saying that because I painted this rainbow up here of these girls? Like, that's your... I, and so this guy comes over, another black man comes over. He's, like, hearing us overthink, you know, talk about this. This guy overthink this completely. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, man. He was like, that's the first thing you notice? <laughs> you ain't notice these big-ass, you know, 10-foot... Black girls on this thing, you know what I'm saying? That's what you notice. <laughs> but, it, you know, just just, uh-huh. just just in the black community, just like that. Just like, just with colors, man. You know, it, it's a whole different... Well, this is, you know, this is the, one of those things they say when you, like, take a step outside of your culture, right, and go somewhere else. Yeah. You immediately notice all of the things that are like different or strange or feel out of place. And so what's funny is when people step into the United States, what they immediately perceive when they've Mm. never been here before, first of all, is racism. Yeah. Second of all is homophobia. Yeah. Right? Like, third of all is greed. Like, yeah. those are the things that people are, and like, like, whoa. like oh, that's what y'all are about. And it, it makes, like, immigrants come here, and they, like, often a lot of times just automatically want to distance themselves from yeah. certain spaces because they read the room. Yeah. And the yeah. room in America is primed yeah. for the thing that they, what I got to hate. Yeah. Yes. In out of this. Yes. Mm-hmm. That thing I gotta hate. Yeah, it's really. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's real. Uh-huh. It's heavy. It's heavy, man. Yeah. And so it's really, it's been really tough. I don't even know how I scaled up during the pandemic. You know, I think I, I, you know, that's why I did free yoga, man. I was like, I'm doing this shit whether you show up or not. Because I need it so bad. Yeah, I'm doing it at the park in this water in this gazebo. Whether it's raining, cold, we're gonna be in the gazebo. It just so happens that the universe is like, we're gonna make it beautiful every day. And mm. you know, like, I mean, I tell people I do so much yoga because I am so fucked up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it, I, I gotta go out and and drudge through a lot of stuff, compartmentalize. A lot of stuff that, you know, some of y'all don't. And whether you want to believe it or not, it's levels to this to the shade. You know what I'm saying? D- dark skin like me, tall, bald, you know, it's levels to the shade. With every one of those characteristics as I move out in the world. You know, the 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 having to make folks feel safe. Mm-hmm. You know how that is. Uh 
like I will not steal anything, do any harm, whatever. Let me check out your smile. Shit, during the pandemic, they took away some of our, you know, best uh, weapons to get through a lot of that stuff quickly. Mm-hmm. Smile. Buff having one of those smiles, you know, mm-hmm. that first like so I don't have to do all the other stuff. I can just smile right away, mm-hmm. and it ain't even the smile. It's the, I think I think it's the smile, just the smile. I think it's the smile and the confidence when you throw it up there, mm-hmm. you know. And so, it, it's it's been a heavy two or three. It's been a heavy thirty five years in art, but it's been a heavy few years just trying to run a business that that prides itself on the joys of life. Yeah. Can you speak a little bit about that? Like how you use your work as an artist and as a teacher um, to do some of that yeah. work? Yeah. I I noticed it was it's the first thing that they take out of, you know, the education. Um, and for me, I, I just, I don't know, the pandemic came and I found a window. I found a, a, a window to, to get in and sort of like bridge this, I don't know, I, I, I don't know, it's kind of been fate, but I really, I think everything led me to, you know, like the pandemic, everything I'd done, all the tech uh, conventions I went to, all the, you know, education, uh, um, you know, just teaching teachers how to teach in technology, along with my art, along with, you know, running um, childcare programs and after school programs. I just, for me, I was like, how can I give, I can't, I can't do what you and Jamal do. I don't know music, right? I honestly, Jamal, and I know I keep bringing him up. I get emotional when I talk about Jamal. You see what I'm saying? Like, this dude walking the earth don't realize, like, I'll jump in front of a bullet for this dude because what I saw was between him and, you know, my boy Jackson Perry and, uh, you know, Joe Abrams. I know you know about Mayor, Mayor Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. Yep, all those guys. To see some guys take the frequency to another space like that, I was like, damn, I can't do that. But it was like when the pandemic hit, I was like, that's how I get in there. That's how I can get in there and do it and at least like build this uh, heavy net of um, wisdom in this thing that I do. So... For me, I just, I don't know, I, I was going to schools and, 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 and talking to kids and using this, this art to show them, like, this is another way to escape and to create, like, jobs and revenue. And also, I wanted to create a home for, for people who, like me, who always felt, like, a little weird and been told they've been a little bit strange. And so my company, that's what I do. I find, you know, the miscreants, mis, you know, the, the, I'm like, I feel like Professor X. I told my homie, like, that's, this is the year of like creating my, um, my dope X Men team, mm-hmm. men and women. And like, I, you know, you move in the world and you think like, all the, we gonna do this. You like, hey, homies, we gonna do this. We gonna do this. We gonna do this. And you realize like, none of the homies who you grow with don't have the same ambition because they're all in their own journey, whatever that is. And you know, I don't wanna put nobody up or down or whatever, but 
the journey ain't the same. And so you think in your head, especially since you don't have, like me, I don't have examples of what building generational wealth looks like. Mm. So I thought that had to start with a bunch of homies that look like you because I only have references of, like, um, musicians who were homies for a long time and started a band with the exception of, you know, um, Outkast. Just two homies who was kind of different, like you do this, boom, totally different worlds. But it showed throughout their music. Mm-hmm. But so for me, I was like, um, you know, I want to build a company that um, finds artists of any creative fashion or form, and we present it to the community. So, like, and and I'm saying, like, I actually don't care if you have a degree. That's why I'm not, I don't have a school. Hmm. I'm creating my own version of Reckon Ed, but with dope people. Not, you know, old old white ladies who, uh, you know, really who are there are middle-aged white ladies. And no no offense to middle-aged white ladies. I, yeah, I'm i just saying, I am not anti-America. Uh, I am not anti-white. I am just so in my pro-black fa- hmm. phase of life. Like, I did not realize there is no me. Mm-hmm. And so there's no art version of me. There's mm-hmm. a Jamal version. There's mm-hmm. a musician version. There's lots of athletes. And so that's really what's been driving me to just find people who do not, they ain't going to look like me. Mm-hmm. That's what I've come to terms with. And I, you know, what is your ability? And we get all the resources that that you need to be great in what you're doing. And we offer classes to the community for very, very low rates. Mm -hmm. I try to, you know, I scour pretty much the earth to try to find materials for the most, the least, you know, inexpensive so we can at least pay the artist. Mm -hmm. I don't make money. I don't make money. Mm -hmm. I just know, though, like we talked about this, Mm -hmm. I just know I'm doing something that's going to be big. It's on the side. And shout out, um, Curtis will be with us at um, the Bog Center on April 8th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. From 6 to 8. Doing um, some lessons. Yeah, doing some lessons. Yeah, so take, that, taking you through the pain experience. Yeah, check out our social media. Um, yeah. The link to sign up and RSVP and pay Curtis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Because, you know, I need to buy, you know, more supplies <laughs> and keep it going. It's really, it's really like that. And, I realize I'm a vessel. That's the dope part. So that means I don't want to keep any of this Hmm. knowledge that I have. It don't roll with me. You know what I'm saying? At least I don't think it does. In the fifth dimension, I think I got it all anyways there. So my mad dash against time is just how many people can I get this to? Mm-hmm. How many people can I, you know, uh, help hone in on their greatness? You know what I mean? Is that why a bee, you know, is it like the pollinator? Yeah, yes. Hold on one sec. Yeah, that's why it's that's why it's the uh, B Creative Studio. It's a uh, it's a it's a little B, um, but the reason we didn't put the two E's is because it's where it's a play on how you just be. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And yeah, I. Yeah, and the bee does not give a shit what it pollinates, as long as it's vegetation and it's got and it's got the willingness to grow, mm. to let the sun and the light hit you, and just grow, to stay focused and in this now space, because money will come, man. You know, we real at least I'm realizing the stuff that's called music now. Um, it is music to the kids that listen to it, but <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, and some of it's catchy. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. But, you know, um, those people aren't worried about Curtis and if I'm buying that album. Uh-huh. They're just sitting in their lane. And that's what I'm just trying to tell. I'm just trying to show kids and adults. I don't. It, ain't, it don't even matter if you're even getting paid, really. The idea is, though, that people will pay for passion. Uh-huh. And we realize that. Mm-hmm. You can be mumbling, and if you are passionate about it, it might not be the best long-term deal. But I also feel like a lot of these young men are not—they're not ignorant. Like, you know, they're not as ignorant as you think. You mm-hmm. know, they understand how to invest now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not—they're not scared of money. You know, you have a lot. There's a lot of musicians out there, artists out there making it. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because now you can just build you a room like this and just get it popping mm-hmm. and make it. And not ever see a Grammy or whatever musicians get when you, they not even care. I mean, you think about you, you know, you if you open up for a big name artist who gets people in the doors early and you're getting $5 a head and there's 100,000 people in this building, Mm-hmm. Times five, shit, you living mm-hmm. real good, mm-hmm. you know. And so, uh, you know, I, I, I think it's all about just, you know, f- discovering, you know. And I think the more the bee travels to experience things in life, that's why I want to have many different things. I mean, we are acrylic painting with me, sketching with me. There's watercolor. There's a watercolor artist. You know, we got a candle person coming in, origami, tie dye, mm-hmm. tap dance. Like we, I want to do, like we're gonna help you find it, so you can sit in your lane and just mm-hmm. go heavy. And the idea is, my company is just learning the marketing part of it. You be an artist. I said I'm the I'm about to be the RZA of of uh, <laughs> of, of the art world. Yeah. You know, for real. Like assimilate uh-huh. a team and like I'm gonna help us get gigs and show you know like really learn, you know how to keep us and you know some create some real generational wealth. Yeah. Through art. Yeah. Well, and I love the idea because Riverwise is about that too, right? Riverwise is a publication that's I I mean it. The stories that we we run are authentic, true, and they come from the community. Yeah. Right. The people who write in for Riverwise sometimes have a degree. Yeah. Many times don't, and it really this idea that information or art or the ability to create anything. Yeah. Is only for a certain set of people. Yeah. I think is like what you're. It's just that that that's dead. It's ridiculous. It's dead and it's yeah. played out and it's dying and yeah. it's why like academia is like gasping at its last breath right, right now and trying right. to figure itself out because mm-hmm. 
this, you know, the access to the ability to just, hey, I just want to sit and create mm -hmm. has for too long just been only available to rich yeah. white people. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, yeah. like, it's everybody else's time, like, yeah. to be like, no, we want to... Yeah. Sit and think and write and paint and make music and yeah. even if I'm mumbling, what you gonna do about it? Yeah, yeah, you know? that's that's what I love to do. That's what I'm doing that's today, what, right? And, and, <laughs> and, and if you're passionate and you love it, uh -huh. man, like at the end of the day, if I get up, I love it. It was so dope. Time, you know, time moves at, at my own will. I'm happy, you know. If I'm, if I, even if I'm not even under a roof, to be honest, if mm. you just enjoyed that, that's the that's the essence of living to me right there, and mm. you know it's it's, and especially as black and brown human beings, I'm just trying to give us a way to at least feel a split second of freedom. Mm. You know that that's what I that's probably that's. No, that's why I art. That's, you know, time floats. It's the, in that moment there, you can, you know, if I'm painting and I'm heavy and intense and a bullet goes through my heart and takes my life, if I'm in the moment, like, I won't, I won't notice that. My life is, I'm there. It's complete. I'm in that, that now, you know, and knock on wood, I, mm -hmm. that don't yeah, happen. But, that. yeah, yeah, but, mm -hmm. you know, I, I just, I'm trying to get people to just, be able to beyond just hone in on their craft, their talent to be monetized for it. But to but really I'm trying to bring some resources to the black and brown community to help us really drush through a lot of the noise. Mm -hmm. And art just happens to be visual art, at least for me, happens to be one of those places that, you know, I can just go there and Everything makes sense and mm -hmm. nothing matters and mm -hmm. everything matters, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, if you look around, it's probably why in Motown, there's also art everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. You know, there's not just music everywhere. There's uh -huh. art on uh -huh. ev almost every wall you go. And yeah. I think that there's this real amazing synergy like you said, that happens when, you know, you are, you know, and I think we're all there. It's just like, hey, why don't, like, take a breath. Yeah. You know? And especially, and, you know, um, I think, like, I've been, I, I was thinking a lot about this idea, you know, of you and the yoga and the breathing and how much... Just how important breathing is to black liberation. Yes. You know, there's a reason that I can't breathe. Yes. Is a statement. And it's not just because somebody is actually physically choking yeah. people. Right. Right. But there are a million other ways in yeah. which people's ability to breathe and just be yeah. is being held up. And so I just love what you're doing. Yeah. Thank you. And it's so important. And... Um, I hope this summer some guys in a park remember. Oh man. You know, I, <laughs> or come join the look, class. But I was They're about probably to say, ready to come join I, the I class. I was about to say, I, don't don't get it twisted. I was about to say, man, why don't you come join us? Yeah. Matter of fact, one of the, one time I was like, bro, next time you just be my DJ. Yeah. 
I know that's I was right. like, man, I'll give you twenty dollars, man. You used to be my DJ. You gotta play something like where we can like do yo. You can't be playing Motown and stuff like that. But then after <laughs> an hour though, you know, you can do your thing. Uh-huh. And he was like, bet that, bet that, bet that. But you know, of course, next the next week he didn't come. Cause uh, I was no. gonna I was gonna really be like, no, nah, yeah. bring that shit over here, man. I we ain't gonna we ain't gonna fight against it. That's one thing I never do or I never did and I yeah. never do, especially outside. It's like I just be like, look, y'all, that's the universe trying to, you know, see if we really can block dead out this noise. This is life. Mm-hmm. How do you dead out that noise? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you and yeah, take that breath. I I don't know if you do it, but sometimes I'm like, did I just have I took did a I conscious breathe? breath? Like I know I've been breathing because I'm alive, but like uh-huh. okay. Yeah. No, and okay. all this tech actually studies do show that when you're engaged with this technology, your breathing gets shallower and you yeah. it, it kind of blocks your autonomic function. Yeah. So this is some real like, come on, y'all, let's all take a <sighs> with your belly out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> belly button. Push the belly button out. <laughs> so on that note, I'm gonna wrap us up. Um I wanna thank you so much for coming in yeah, and speaking for having with me. me. Um y'all can um learn more about the Be Creative Studio by going to the BeCreativeStudio.com, spelled exactly how all of those words are spelled. Yeah, just one E, though, in the B. Just one E and yeah. B, even yes. though the ma- the logo, the mascot is a little cute. Little I know, it's a little confusing, mm-hmm. but I had to be an artist the whole yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we will also make sure that there are links when we get the um, on the podcast on the podcast so that you can um, get straight to the content um, that for the Be Creative Studio. Yeah, and you can join me at the farm. And you can join him at the farm. Yeah, it's it's it changes because it's all about when the lavender comes in. Oh, mm. well, I'll be coming to the farm. You know what I'm saying? It's when the in. lavender because the lavender comes first and it don't stay long. So we paint in the lavender for half the season and then we and then we paint in the sunflowers. This sounds amazing. No, I know. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? You know how chocolate I get all <laughs> oh, sunny and-, and I also we've been doing yoga at the Bog Center. Riverwise has been doing it. So I also hear a collab between the yes. Creative Studio and our people at Riverwise. We Let's just get, get out in a park, take it over, bring a DJ. We're gonna do yeah. it this summer. Oh, Y'all look out less. for it. Yeah. Say less. I'm with it. Say uh-huh. less. Yes. Can we get some like barbecue chicken? Yes, home? we okay. absolutely can. Okay, and for our vegan friends. Friends, we will have um, some barbecue tofu <laughs> or tempeh for you. I'm having some barbecue chicken, but yeah, yes, but, uh-huh. I yeah for sure. I you know I I appreciate you you having me, and I would love the opportunity to do that for sure for sure. By the time that happens, though, we I'm gonna have another two uh, other yogis hey. on board too. Awesome. So we'll be able to really take over the park. Awesome. For real. Awesome. We're appreciate gonna take you. over the park this summer, y'all. You better. No, is that a park right there? Is that a park? <laughs> well, he's got the lot, and actually, we're going to talk to Kari when we're done. So. Stop it. All right, y'all. Okay, we got that... more things to do. So, yeah. thank you so much for listening. And, um, you know, in the spirit of Curtis, just, you know, go Wait. and be. Wait, it's the thing I say every oh. time. Yeah. And you'll hear it too again. But this is what I say I'd be like, until I see you again, don't forget to be safe to be kind and to be creative. Aww. Ooh, you like that? Aww. Yeah, good. Let's go. Peace. Peace, y'all.